Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You know, one thing I really like about our election campaigns, they're short, relatively so, five and a half weeks for our federal election in the United States. They've already begun, and it's not going to be over until sometime in November next year. We get them started, we get them over with fairly quickly, at least officially, the end of the first week of the uh, of the campaign. Certainly leaders have been personal about one another, and uh, that, I think, is going to become more pointed as we get through the uh, campaign. Uh, Quebecers, it appears, according to forum research, that uh, for Quebecers, things are, for the Liberals, are looking better. We're going to be talking to Lauren Bozanoff, the president of forum research later in the program. But Prime Minister of Canada is in Ontario today and uh, the most populous province with the biggest, largest number of seats. Joining us is Travis Danraj, the Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News, to give us a sense of what's going on in Ontario today. Travis, thanks for the time. Hey there, no problem, Roy. And i got to say, the other thing that I like is that there's not two days of back-to-back debates with, you know, 20 candidates on the stage. Yeah, it's hard to remember who said what to whom at what time or on what day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Justin Trudeau is here in uh, Mississauga, actually, today for a big She the North rally to celebrate Bianca Andreescu. Uh, and it's interesting, the, the premier, we asked the premier's office, Doug Ford's office, whether or not he would be there today. He's going to have to miss it. So uh, he's going to have representatives there, but uh, the premier's not going to be there. That would be an interesting juxtaposition uh, if <clears throat> Premier Ford was on stage uh, next to the prime minister, because if you'll remember, Roy, uh, back when the Raptors won the championship, there was a big rally here in Toronto, and the premier went on stage, got booed by the crowd, and the prime minister you know, largely had a good reception. Uh, that juxtaposition you're not going to see today, because the Liberals have really been trying to tie Doug Ford and his policies to Andrew Scheer, and uh, Mr. Scheer has been trying to back away from that comparison. Yeah, I've noticed that, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they were both on the stage, if both the Prime Minister and the Premier were on the stage, that you'd have the same dynamic developing, with Premier Ford being uh, booed by, by those in attendance. Wouldn't be a big surprise. Wouldn't be a big surprise, and that's uh, you know one of the reasons why he probably is staying away today. As Minister of Tourism is going to be there, Andrew Shear on the other side of the country, he's in British Columbia, uh, and overnight on the flight from Ottawa to Vancouver, he was asked about uh, this controversy about some candidates, some conservative candidates, and their past posts on social media, uh, posts which have been characterized by some and by liberals as homophobic and racist, uh, and Andrew Scheer really kind of came out and did defense on this and tried to say, well, listen, this is, you know, the liberals digging up stuff from the past, they're trying to attack our candidates, and if someone has apologized for something that they said 10 years ago, uh, we're not going to hold that uh, against them. So he says, if you know, if they take ownership of what they had to say and they move forward, then we're going to kind of look past their previous comments. Yeah, Andrew Scheer was on uh, with me yesterday, and he said pretty much the same thing. It's uh, The parties are doing that to each other now. They're, they're all looking for that moment, for that, I don't know if we call it a gotcha moment, but they're looking for a moment that gives them an opportunity to shed, put the others in a, in a, in a, in a negative light. And then the other, the other leaders, I find, Travis, are not necessarily dealing with the issue adequately or to the satisfaction of people who want answers. 
Well, you know, and, and, and Jagmeet Singh, he just addressed us about an hour ago or so. He is in Quebec today, and he was asked about the controversy. He said um, pretty much he was in agreement with Andrew Scheer, saying that, you know, uh, if folks uh, address what they said previously and take responsibility, they can move past it. Because, you know, every party is is open, and, and they, you know, there there are things that can come up with the liberals and we've seen this in previous campaigns as well where you know you don't throw stones if you're on glass houses as you mentioned though you know it is how they're dealing with this mm-hmm. um in advance to try to head off some of these problems and and whether or not these candidates are properly vetted uh you know there has been a conversation about whether or not the conservatives are re-vetting people Sheer says that that's not the case well, it's going to be in a very interesting and I think more probably uh, assaultive, if I can use that word, uh, campaign over the next five weeks. And then it'll be over and the Americans will have still another, more than a year to go. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's quite something. Travis, I much appreciate the time. Thanks very much. Have a good day. No problem, Roy. You too. Take Bye-bye. Care. Travis Danraj is the um, Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News, joining us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. It is going to be... Um, I think a more pointed and more personal campaign as they attack one another. And how many times, how many times have you said, how many times have polls been run where people have said, where Canadians have said, enough of this, stop attacking one another, just tell us what you're going to do for us, and then make it stick. It's one of the things I spoke with Mr. Shearer about yesterday when he was talking about what the Conservatives would do and the plans they had and what they would put in place vis-a-vis the Liberals. And I said, well, that's all fine and good because, uh, you know, you're making promises, promises, Mr. Trudeau's making promises, Mr. Shear's making promises, Ms. May's making promises. After a party is elected, how do we hold, how do we, the voters, hold you accountable? Because far too often we've heard, as you well know, oh, we didn't expect to run into what we ran into once we were elected. It's the, uh, it, we can't do what we wanted to do because of the mess that was left us. We heard that in 2015. We'll probably hear it again later on this year. I don't know if the liberals are reelected, who they'll blame, probably Stephen Harper again. Anyway, I've been looking at emails that have been coming in on the election. There have been quite quite a number. It's getting more and more and more interesting, and voters are more and more focused, and more and more willing to be very direct with their points of view, and I mean direct with points of view. Some of them I can't read on the air, just because there's so much impassioned opinion. But I saw a line in, uh, in an email the day before yesterday. And it was built around this point, and it's what I want to ask you about. What the person who sent the email, I should be reading the email, right? I have to go back and find it. What the person who sent the email wrote was, we will all vote for who we consider to be, quote, the best of the worst. The best of the worst. So there was no trust, and the email went on to say, I'll find it. The the email went on to say that there's no trust in any of the political parties. There's no sense that any of them are going to do what they're supposed to do or what is best for us. They will do what's best for them. And that really reflects what was told or said by Canadians to Ipsos in their poll that we talked about last week. 
with Daryl Bricker, the president and CEO of Ipsos. The numbers are, according to uh, Mr. Bricker, in Canada, fairly mild, certainly milder than they were in the rest of the developed world. But even here, you have 52% of Canadians saying they think Canadian society is broken. 67% of Canadians say Canada's economy is rigged to advantage the rich and the powerful. I've got these numbers in front of me now. And uh, let's see, 52% say, yes, 52% say society's broken. 67% say Canada's economy is rigged to advantage the rich and the powerful. 61% don't believe that political parties and traditional politicians have the best interests of the average person in mind. And uh, so here we are. So then this point is made that when we vote, we're going to be voting for the best of the worst. 1-800-263-2428 is my number. I just want to pursue this with you for a few minutes. Do you agree with that assessment? When you go out to vote, will you be voting for, and tell me this when you're on the air, will you be voting for a party or a politician you truly believe in, or will you be voting for somebody you think is probably going to make the, the, the smallest mess? Will you be voting for the best of the worst, or will you be voting for somebody you truly believe represents your interests? If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.